Reserves, we have had, it's been a big 12, hour, 20, 12 hours. 48 hours. Not stop. I'm getting there. Yeah. It's been a big 12 hours to 16 hours. Yeah. It's been an even bigger 48 hours. No, 72 hours now. It's Monday. Now it's 72 hours because we've had, what we'll get into, we've had our boy, the man, the myth, the man, the smith, the mullet. Oh, God. Cameron oh, my Smith. God. With, the man, the smith. That's fucking shit. No, it's not. Yes, it, it literally is. rhymed with his name. It was, <laughs> how long um, did Kobe? How long do you reckon he was thinking of that driving here? Deal. Yeah. No, that's off the top of the noggin. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. I, I've already got it down. I had to <laughs> I give. Told you. Because I had to. I've already got it down because there's a fill in for our graphic this week <laughs> that we will reveal sure. later. Yes. Um. But yeah, massive. Um. <laughs> 16 hours with Cam Smith winning the Open. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Ath mm. keeping Taking down fifth out, place Ocean Ridge. Take that. themselves out. Not out of relegation, but one step towards being out of relegation. Yep. Still, still got a game left against the bottom side. And a game left against the team that is above us by one game. Yep. And it's a bit of Which percentage. is Wembley. So deal, this, deal. There's belief. So currently, bottom four looks... Bull Creek leaming 4 and 10, who just keep fucking beating teams somehow. Wembley 4 and 10, who they just beat. Ath 3 and 11. Melbourne haven't won a game. Mm-hmm. So if we can beat Wembley this week, we go a draw. But this is the thing. I want to be brutally honest here. All this chat about what could happen, Dill, it's making my ears bleed. All right? They need to go back to one week at a time. All this all right. No, 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 mate. It is one week at a time. I <laughs> know, oh, mate. But it all starts, still with Chill. training tomorrow night. All right? Let's have a good n- night on the track. All right? None of this forward thinking, if we beat Wembley. I couldn't tell you the last time that we've beaten Wembley at Wembley, Dylan. Wow. Okay. What, is, what is this negativity? Hey, mate, I'm just saying. Okay. It is It is the a final. bogey. Hey, if it means, what do you mean final? It was a final. Yeah, reserves. Yeah, no. Twenty sixteen was the last time we won at Wembley, and that was a reserves game. Just for the I listeners, if you hear background noise, we're sorry. There is construction construction next, next door, which we really should have just gone back to the home of the pod, didn't we? Yeah, well, I didn't know this was happening. <sighs> True. Honestly, Hayden rocked up, and the blokes put on the solar yeah. panels next door yeah. rocked up at the same time. That's well, fair. that's frustrating. Anyway, let's get into the people's voice. We're starting off with Corey Wilson. He starts off with Kanga Kanga Kanga, and he wants us for Roo 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 Kangaroo. I'm, oh. I don't want to put a dampener on it for old mate Corey, but and I've got something after you say this, Kobe. The Tigers had 33 scoring shots, brother. Yep. I want to have <laughs> a little. Could bit have of been a, demolished. Can I have a bit of a Cobb's crack? What? At who? Is this a question? Yeah. Or he's just said Kanga Kanga Kanga. No, he's literally just he's made a statement. All right, I want to have a little crack at Jai Simkin. Okay. All okay. Right. Weird person to crack, but go on. First, per- first thing, stupid man over here traded him out uh, in fantasy this week. Never really done to begin with. Stupid. All right. But how's Dangerfield going for you? Yeah, seventy went well. Yeah. Anyway, second two. Shut yeah. up. You, got m- a- you Muppets claimed it was pick of the century last week. Shut up. You done? Play. You done? Yeah, I'm done now. His post game on the ground after they won, they go, "Jai, how's it feel? Massive week, rah, rah. And he goes, "Mate, rah, rah, rah. This is for Nobs. This is for David Noble. Oh. This wins <laughs> for him." It's a part of the journey, like, rah, 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 like, gave him a shout-out. And I'm like, he ain't there, mate. He's sacked, Dylan, because you Muppets, you Kanga Kanga Kangas, didn't fucking rock up for 14 weeks. <laughs> this one, I, I Roll be, up, Jai. I'm going to be honest. I did not know he said that. Yeah, he said it straight after. I just straight away, I just went, you're kidding. So that is worthy of Cobb's crack. There you go. Bang. Uh, we've got Alex Zanino coming in here. So when I first saw this, I thought it was, I thought it was more obvious than it actually. The Zanine. Yes, he Ooh. goes fight to the death. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I know who's winning this. The Pope, Ooh. and he has a sword. Oh. Or Mike Tyson in a wheelchair. Who are you taking? Oh, the Pope, because he's got a like that sword is. No, reli- so, so, it's religious, Dylan. Nothing beats religion. No, no. No, so like I, I saw this and I thought I think. I think we're just going to have to just be honest here and just go, the Pope. But I'm going to allow Mike Tyson to wear boxing gloves. 
If he no, wants. I, I don't like this deal. Stop. Stop. No. I don't like where this question no, no, is. He's no, in no, a no. wheelchair. No, yes, deal. but think about how slow of the deal. swing deal. from with the, the sword. Wait, wait, let me no. go now, Okay, mate. you, you go. I'm there. gonna jump in straight after you. So I'm looking at this and I'm thinking Pope swings, Tyson catches the sword with the gloves, slow swing, dismantles the Pope. Wheels the chair over and just grabs him, and I think I think might I think I have to go Tyson. So here. I'm going to quickly dispute Is the Pope Catholic. Uh, 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 yes, oh. I'm going to dispute this strongly. Deal, you can't put things on top of what is already a question. You can't bring in boxing gloves if Zanino hasn't put in boxing gloves. All it's right, just well, Mike Tyson sitting in a wheelchair versus the Pope with a sword. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Pope with a oh, sword. I'm now. T- I'm still taking Mike. Well, I think Deal swayed me. Hmm. I think I'm taking Mike. But with no gloves, as per the question? Yeah, sure. To be honest, I think even if Mike had no hands. Really? Okay, I just <laughs> want to take this further. Take this a little bit further. So if Mike Tyson, this is where, Alex, your next question needs to be a little bit more in depth. Is he ridden to the wheelchair or is he just sitting in it? Well, like you just said, mate, just the question said no, he's like, just in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, sitting in a wheelchair could mean does he have broken legs? Can he not walk? Is he... Held to the confinements of the wheelchair, or can he use it as a weapon? Because if he uses it as a weapon, we all know who's winning. Now you're just being silly. You're just being a goose now, mate. I'm just saying. Goose. All right, <laughs> next one. Uh, we have. We're going to go with Kane Sarich, who is oh. our. Um, a new graphics master. Our graphics master, for everyone like to know. He's done it on Snapchat. So. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, have yeah, I haven't it? seen it. You guys had a bit of back and forth on the reserves chat during the week, so I was like, uh, oh, he goes, very six-year-old. Sure, <laughs> he goes. Is the humble sandwich? And at first, when he said humble sandwich, I thought he meant like humble pie. I thought he was like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, a top three food item, considering all <laughs> factors such as availability and variety. <laughs> what? Now. I'm going to have to say yes. Look. I don't even have to think about it. When I think sandwich, right, I think when I'm in year 10 and I'm getting a salami, cheese, lettuce, and mayo sandwich made for me. And look. (laughs) Who made that for you, by the way? Either me or my mum. Okay. (laughs) Now, and I sit there and I go, look, right now, 10 years later, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a top three. However, he said variety. So that means a Subway sandwich. Mm. It means a toasted mm. sandwich. You think about the versatility that's of That's what I mean. Meatball sub. You no, can no put, that's a you sub. Can, you can put last week's bloody spaghetti in a toasty. Like, mate. Toasted sandwich. Yeah, no, you can't, you so can't beat it. Once Now that I've expanded my horizon on the availability and variety of the sandwich itself, I mm. think I have to say it is, yes. Oh, I've got that's me George point. Foreman over there, and I'll tell you right now. I heard it goes pretty good. He goes pretty good. Now, on toasties as well, I know it got brought up. Ham and cheese toasty? Yes or no? What? Ham and cheese, ham and cheese toasty? Yes or no? Uh, he's you going literally down just watch me eat one. So he's, yes. going down a, he's going down a... Ra- yes, Hayden. Yes. Okay. Is tomato able to go into your ham and cheese I don't toasty? like it, but of course it is. Okay. Every now and then. Because I heard a comment... Because then you've got to cut out the tomatoes. You've got to put them in your sauce. I heard a comment. I won't annoying. reveal the sauce. That people, people say that adding tomato to a ham and cheese toasty or sandwich is like pineapple on pizza. Uh, Apparently, well, it's a divisive topic, which blew my mind a bit. Yeah, but I'll tell you right now, a ham and cheese toasty is a completely different thing. It's a completely different beast I'm, to a ham cheese tomato toasty. So that's the thing. Mm. Like, let's. I'm. 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 At the end of the day, got me thinking. I like pineapple on my pizza. Yeah, likewise. So do I. I don't and anchovies as well. That's good. No, no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like tomato in general. Yeah. But it is, I think, ham, cheese, tom, toasty. Six dollars fifty from the deli why in Herd Hill. Why do you not like tomatoes? Because they grow taste up. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. They're like eighty percent water, Dylan. You're eighty percent water. We actually are, actually. Yeah. All right, next one. Matthew Sarich. Actually. Matthew Sarich, what is your weirdest sexual experience? No, Matthew. Matt's a virgin, so I don't know why he's Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good one. I'll just say we're 16 minutes in, but listeners, if the sound's a bit off this week, I don't know why, because my, my laptop's updated and it's making things, it's different. So hear, I don't know what's going on. You hear that, Kobe? He doesn't deal well with change, I'll do. No, no, and excuses. That's all I hear as well. I'm so, with you. I'm with you, Dill. Dill's going to kill me. I'm back in. I'm back in, brother. I always back you in, He's talking about content for two months' time. It's before the point yeah, you switch on. 
Hey, I've got hey people, hang around for the quiz because part two is going to be better He's than part one. Two oh. switched on. That's the issue. I'm excited. Two. Him, Cobby yeah. thinks too much. Mm. Uh, Hudson Babbage, wake up call for the baggers? Question mark. It was a bit. It was pretty confronting for them. Like weedering back, everyone essentially back on the park, um, and the cats steamrolled them. Fucked them in the nicest possible way. What yeah. are you doing? Might today? be time to you to fucking switch on, mate. <laughs> mate, to have so think about it. To have Tom Atkins play better than most of the Carlton mids says a fair bit, if you ask me. So, punch in the mouth for Carlton, but at the end of the day, it isn't finals, so it's always nice to get a little punch in the face late in the season instead of in the big games. Well, yep. well I don't know about you boys, but I don't really like being punched in the face ever. Wow. <laughs> Do Carlton make top four? Yes, no? Just a quick one? No, no. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Lewis, as the top seven seems pretty set, who takes eight on the ladder um, after a lot of those teams stumble on the weekend? We'll hold on that because we'll get into that okay. in a yep. little bit. So Easy. we'll hold, 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 stand, and then Benny, <laughs> Benny Pohl is going to ride us home here. So we've got Benny Pohl, favourite breed of dog. I don't really have one as long as it's a size Ooh. like, you know, like from like shin yeah. to upper shin, yep. tibia region. To knee, that's where I'm at. I'm not going to lie, I've never owned one. You've never had a dog? No, fucking shut up for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I will kill him today. I've never owned one, but... So you've never had one? I do... I do have a fantasy of one day owning either a retriever or a lab. So I think that's what I'm going to go for. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Or anything with a little bit of pool in it. They've got my heart sewn up. Love Border Collies, but my dream dog is a little blue stuffy. Okay. There you go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because just like me. Mm. Um, <laughs> Benny Paul, should the FIA More maintain... More bark than bite. Should the FIA maintain its stubborn stance on track limits? Oh, Explain what Ben means. One. Explain what Ben means. Kobe? Well, sir, I'm not really very across this one, but... Basically, a lot of teams were taking advantage of the very loose track limit rules and basically cutting corners as much as possible. And then in Austria, which is a place where you can get away with it because it is mostly road, mm. like surrounding the actual track, um, they did crack down a lot and there was a lot of deleted times and mm. it made a lot of people frustrated. Mm. But I don't know, you know? I don't know. You don't I actually really don't know. I have no answer for this one. You, got, you don't want frustrated people in the FA? You don't. F1, uh, you don't. I think they should probably focus more on racing than uh, jewellery and stuff. So, mm. Mm. Good point. Mm. And then to bring us home, he goes again. If Cobb forgets. Yep. Nah, do don't forget. Do you I'll stand take on the grate in the urinal or stand behind it? It's massive. So you have, for those that don't know, and um, our female listeners probably won't have a great understanding on this, but... Most urinals these days, you roll it up and there's like a grate, which is like, how, how, how long do you think it is away from? It's about, from about 25 centimetres. Yeah. Well, so, it's, only, it's only like five centimetres away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, is that do you stand on it or do you not stand on it, when, stand you, on it. when you piss? I don't stand on it either. I stand on it. Why do you stand on it? Just because like... Just because it's convenient. It was weird. I, I it's just a long way to go. We think about it too, dude. <laughs> you don't stand on it. Kobe and I, so if we all went to the toilet and we had this great thing in front of us and you went last behind me and Kobe for Question. a piss. No, no, no. Why is You're literally... Gra- what is a great? What do you mean? What's a great? I think that's just the word that Ben put it. No, like the bars. The bars. No, no, but why are we calling it a great? Because well, that's what ben, it is. That's, well, I don't know what it's called. But anyway. I'm not a greater. Kobe. No, a great. Do you not know what a great is? You're standing on this great that <laughs> I. It's just such a weird word. It's not. <laughs> that I've pissed on. I've just pissed on the greats, as to as Kobe. And now you're going to stand on it. Yeah, it's some shoes. And then you're going to. Nah. Don't know, mate. I'd rather. Well, I don't want to. I, I take my pants off completely when I. Yeah, same. I'll put it. I'll put it around the ankles. Yeah, so I yeah. don't want them getting wet. Um, I know. Um, and I'm gonna. No, I may as well say it. Sid. Sid actually takes all his clothes off. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, but hey, no one knows who Sid is. There we go. People's voice. Did we not just say it? Like yeah, I know. A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay, Kobe. Something crazy happened last night. And oh, I had weekend. a nightmare. Are we and talking o- about that? And over the weekend. <laughs> Same here, actually. Oh, mm. Fucking terrifying. I watched 
six hours of golf over the weekend. You want to know how many hours of golf I've watched <laughs> combined in my life? Six, six hours. hours. I reckon 16 minutes. Um, but no, Cam Smith wins the Open. Um, was leading on day two and then slipped up a bit mm. and then absolutely stormed home last night. Yeah, um, ninth onwards. What was it? Five birdies in a row. Yeah. And um, McElroy had a couple of putts that could have... Five birdies in a row and six on the back nine, I think. Yeah. Mm. McElroy and our, our man, Cody Hipper, said he's a renowned choker. And there was a couple of <clears throat> couple chokes in that one. Yeah. Missed a couple of putts by, you know, inches. Yep. And um, Cam Smith took it home. It was awesome. So where did he end up at? 20 under, which is uh, yep. the record. Mm-hmm. He tied the record. I only know that thanks to the Hippo. Let's ring him. Yeah, maybe we get <laughs> sure. on the toe. Um, massive moment for Australian golf, though. Yeah, oh, massive moment for Australian sport in general. Um, I found it funny, though. He, like, he's, uh, he looks like a bogan. Mm. Oh, 100%. He's got, and it's not even a, a, a not, it's a dirty mullet. It's a ratty mullet yep. Yep. with this dirty mo, and he's just this average bloke. And I found it so funny, like, because, you know, our man Hipper said he's just, he's a genuinely nice guy as well. And he was just in a bit of shock afterwards. There was this one point where the crowd was given the, he had the cup in his hand, he was behind the mic, and they're giving the, oh. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they wanted him to lift the trophy, and and he just stood there like, <laughs> I'm just going to wait for you guys to stop Shut what up, you're doing. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. he's essentially won Wimbledon, really. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the, the direct comparison, but yeah, that. Probably you, one Wimbledon being um, down two sets in the semi, I reckon. Yeah. Do we feel with Cam Smith, like obviously you look at him and like you said, he looks like a bit of a bogan, that as an Australian public, we resonate with him a little bit more than, than, say, than say an Adam Scott, for example? Oh, I was going to yeah. use that as an example, yeah, I, th- I think for sure. Yep. Like just because, you know, Adam Scott just looks like your average golfer. Doesn't he? As Australians... We want to be different. Yeah. And I'll tell you, there is, other than, you know, a couple of other looking fellas, mm. there is no one that looks like Cam Smith. No. Yet. And no so one. the real big question about all this deal is, will Cam Smith's victory inspire you to pick up a set of golf clubs and try the great game? I'm just so bad at hitting balls. Sure. With a golf club. But th- that's not the question, mate. Yeah. Does I it inspire you have to wake you? up early to play. No, no, no. You can, hey. I reckon Dill would be great with a pair of, with some left-hand sticks. Yeah. I'm I reckon... a right-hand, I bet. Really? Oh, well, yeah. yeah okay. I'm, the only weird, I'm the only South Poor over here, I guess. Yeah. Then great I, thing reckon, with... I reckon I would... I reckon... We should have I a... reckon putting is my game. No. No. I, no, I would love to see Dill stuck in a bunker. I would love to... <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the mental disintegration of Dill. Putting after... is my game. I reckon you could get there first, mate. I'll get there in fifteen shots, and then I'll putt it. We should do. We should do a reserves golf day at Wembley. At Wembley. So we've got golf, a decathlon. Fucking, we got everything. Don't yeah, we, we actually need a triathlon we, apparently, and we don't. <laughs> we don't pull through with any of it. No, we don't. But. Okay, but leading into that, so I've got a few listed names here, and I want to see if the names come up. Yep. When we chat, who is right now? The best Australian athletes going around. So this, so I'm looking at in sport in general. Yeah, in sport in general, sort of your top echelon of Australian athletes right now. Fuck, so just for put some names out there, I'm just going to fire away for our listeners as well. We've got Daniel Ricciardo, we've yep. got Nick Kyrgios. Yep, um, just made a final. You got a, a, well, I don't yeah, even got Cam Smith. Obviously, well, this is the funny one. I'm not even sure that Cam Smith is Australia's best golfer at the moment. Because mm. Minji Lee's won yeah. the US Open, Evian yep. last year. Yep. He's also from Frio, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you got then got AFL. You've got, um, you know, Marcus Bontempelli or something like that. You've got cricket. Ben got Simmons. Ben Simmons. You've got Steve Smith. You've got um, Pat Cummins. Um, oh, there's, a, there's a few out there. And there's plenty. Of, well, Com Games are about to start up. So some of the... Mac Horton. Yeah, McKean. Mac Horton. Yeah, McKean. So there's going to be a few names pop up in race... In, in, the not too distant future, but Cody Simpson. Yeah, who do you think? Do who comes to mind for you as <laughs> Cody Simpson? <laughs> I think the clear number one right now is Alex Volkanovsky. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so we, we were holding on to that one very quietly. <laughs> we, we, we unfortunately missed chatting about him last week, but he went in there and absolutely belted Max Holloway for the third time. Yeah, he's on a twenty. It's definitely twenty. He's on a twenty-one or twenty-two fight win streak. Has not lost in the UFC. 
beaten Max Holloway, the greatest featherweight champion, who's only 33 times. Brian Ortega, who was the number one contender, absolutely dismantled him. And then on late notice, smashed the Korean zombie as well. In terms of being the top echelon of a sport, and especially a sport that's widely widely regarded, Uh he's number one for me right now. I'm not going to lie. I probably agree with you. We miss Sam Kerr. Yep, agreed. Um, But let's, let's do a top five. It so would be one of I've, I've Volk got, and I've got Volk in my five. Are we Sam Kerr in our five? Sam Kerr. She's currently she you know plays for a Champions League is the star of a Champions League um, women's. Honestly, probably Prem could team. have won the women's Ballon d'Or this year. Yep. Yep. Um, Are we chucking Cam Smith straight in there now? I'd have both the golfers in there, Smith and Minji in top five. Yep. Over the likes of say Pat Cummins. What? Are, yep. Yeah. And now we're talking. They've about- both won. Majors in the last year. Is it year. fair to say that in or terms the last of six months? If we were giving out an Australian sports person of the award um, right now, that you'd have Pat Cummins over Steve Smith? Yeah, because he's captain of the side, probably a little bit. It's it's a really hard question to go who's the best athlete, and then you can say who's the most like influential slash yeah, impactful. Like, you know what I mean? So, see, like that's where like influential. Honestly, Volt probably wouldn't even be in the top five. Yeah. No. But we're, but then, on, we're like, on right now best of, of the best and Volk for me is number I'm, one. And yeah. unfortunately, I think if we did this exact question a year ago, we would say Dylan Alcott and Ash Barty are genuine top fivers. Ash Barty's name doesn't get mentioned on this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you could say they would be obviously with Volkanovski. See her walking around the Open? Oh, yeah. Don't care yeah. what she's doing. She'll be on the LPGA tour next year. Um, question? Do we put in the best, arguable best cricketer in the world, Elise Perry, in the yeah, top five? Yeah, she's in my list. Yep, yep she's Elise here. Perry Elise in Perry in there. there as um, well. Daniel Ricciardo? No. No, you wouldn't. You can't just because of his... He's just not... Like, he's Australia's best motor motorsport yep. driver there is, but unfortunately... And it's a very select few. You've only got 20 drivers that yep. make it to the F1. Yeah. He's... Like performances lately, you probably couldn't yep. put him in there. So I've got one that we haven't mentioned yet, and I think he's just body of work and what he's done for Australia as a country, Paddy Mills. Yeah, okay. Do you have Paddy Mills in there? Oh, you got Volkanovski, like he's killing it at the moment, but Paddy Mills, you go, probably not great run. He's a role player in the NBA, I always think, has been, but his body well, of work as almost, an Australian you basketballer. Put, you can almost put the rise of Australian basketball down to Paddy. So. I th- the, the thing with that is I, just, I think him and Ricardo unfortunately fall under the same category, mm. is that if you take him out of the best the best league for their sport in the world and put them in another another comp. So I don't know if, if he went and maybe raced Indy cars or something, huh. he'd dominate. If Paddy Mills came to the NBL, he'd average 30. But my, my thing with Paddy is that NBA is NBA. You can't help too much about that. But when he plays for Australia, he's by far and away the best player we have. And opposition, well, he, he carried us essentially to the bronze medal. So, mm. for me, it's Volkanovski. You got Paddy Mills in there. You got Elise Perry in there. Pat Cummins, um, and then you could argue Cam Smith at the moment. Um, Tim Zoo, because yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Cam Smith, he's ranked. Is it sixth in the world? Yeah. He might even be higher now. Well, an, obviously, sorry. Before yeah. he won last night, I think he was think sixth. So. Yeah. He here's was here's another one. Hey, mate, a couple of weeks ago, we had Nick Kyrgios in the Wimbledon final. Yeah, yeah. Like it's um, it's pretty fluid. Like top ten would be an interesting conversation, but mm. I reckon that yeah, top four is probably that that top four. I think it's if they're all in the top ten anyway. But yep. it's a good question. Absolutely. Right, let's move on to some footy. So we've got a few questions, and so this first one is linking on to Louis's question. Yeah. So it's sort of did the Tigers just open up the door and invite the doggies in for a cuppa in the top eight yes. run? They yeah, really shot yeah. themselves in the foot, literally, didn't yeah. they? It's a three-horse race, really. Now, it's um, for me, it's St Kilda, it's Bulldogs, and it's Richmond for that eighth spot. And if you look at form, it's probably going to be the Dogs, isn't it? Yeah, they which, got a tough run which, though. I'm yeah. pretty sure they have a tough few games. They do, they do but, so which he, really scares me because when's the last yeah. time a doggy a doggy's team crept into the top eight? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and it was a good thing. The thing I reckon. The reason why I really enjoyed that win for the Bulldogs over St Kilda on the weekend. So no Aaron Norton. They went in with a different look. So Hugo Hagen played as the number one key forward. Josh Bruce came back. Tim English played forward. And they played big sweet in the ruck as well. Mm. So it was a bit of a different look for them. Um, and like, if you can't beat the Bulldogs around the footy, then you're not going to win the game. And they've been pretty inconsistent around that field. The Saints have been mud basically since the buyers. They've won one game. They've won one game since the buyers, the Saints. And I, I'm just salty. I'm really salty, but Jack Sinclair 
mm. is in the form of his career. Mm. Yeah. Must be nice to have him in your out fantasy team. Out of my team. fantasy team. <laughs> and because the Saints can't win fuck all and he doesn't influence the game, no one fucking stands near him. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> he killed it in Friday night. So pre-game, there was some youngsters in the crowd asking him if they should be, if he should be his super coach captain. And he goes, "Oh, I don't know, mate. I thought it was a bit shit response. Like, give it, give me something here, Jack." Yeah. And then one of them goes, "Who are you playing on tonight?" He had the audacity to go, "I don't play on anyone, mate." <laughs> and fuck me, mate. If he had COVID, no one around him was getting COVID because they didn't go anywhere near him. 140 points later, deal salty. Sorry. 146 points and my vice captain. But yeah, oh, shut up. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so it's, so it's like, Bulldogs, Richmond so, are in the eight, and who else is underneath the, the, the doggies? You've got the ladder uh, you right got, there. You've got St Kilda 10th yes. at the moment, and then you've got Gold Coast Port Adelaide in the so, next bracket. So then, so. Is it, so that's a two horse race, not even a three. Well, <laughs> well, three months ago, we were talking about St Kilda being a contender. And yep. I said that they were fake noise. You did deal. But All right, Hayden. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, gentlemen, so it's going to be a genuine, like, Shit fight for this eighth spot. Couldn't tell you who's going to get it. Mm. So, and we talk about the Bulldogs having a tough run. So, for those not aware of who the Bulldogs are playing next, they got Melbourne Saturday night. I'm taking that as an L. Yes. They then have the Cats at the Cats. That's an L. The Cats at the Cats. Yeah, at Geelong. Unbelievable. That's an L. They then play Fremantle at Marvel on a Saturday. So is this the doggies? This is doggies. So they've got three games that's, that's against three top games. four teams, top five Ooh. teams. But, and then you go, shit, Bulldogs can't make it, can they do? Going off that. And they verse, I think, Hawthorne and Their last two games GWS. Like and North, aren't hey. they? Uh, GWS and Hawthorne are finished. They, finish. win, they yeah. win two out of three. But gentlemen, are we ready for Richmond? Freeman on Friday night this week. We right. play on a Friday night. Yep. Unbelievable, isn't it? I'm going to set my alarm. Gentlemen, Richmond then play Brisbane at the MCG. All right, so fuck. <laughs> the fucking limp. Port Adelaide. If his eyebrows were any higher. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Port Adelaide at Port Adelaide for Richmond as well. So obviously prelim final, they've won there before. Hawthorne at the G, which they should win, and then the finalised with Essendon. So it's pretty similar between the Dogs and Richmond. Um, oh shit, I'm going to have a little look at St Kilda. I may as well have a look at St Kilda's run, boys. What do you reckon? No, they suck. They suck, um, surely. Speaking of that, though. Who makes it? Who makes it? Ah, uh, Doggies. Dogs. So speaking of that, though, I do want to – a lot of our footy talk – gets sort of centred around the top eight and then the occasional pretty much dig at the bottom eight teams. Yep. So right now we're going to change it up a bit. We're going to go, which of these bottom eight teams, or sorry, bottom ten teams, are probably feeling the best about where they're at. at. So you've got Saints at 10, Port 11, 32 points, um, Gold Coast 12, Hawks, Essendon, JUS, Adelaide, West Coast North. I, th- I think I'm looking at two. T- I think I'm only looking at two teams there. Is this for next year? Sorry. Oh, just like right in now. Head- yeah, yeah, sure. Right yep. now, heading into next year, I think three out of the bottom ten would sort of be happy slash okay with where they are. Yep. Far away. Who are they? Doing? I'm going to go Gold Coast. Yep. Great. Hawthorne. Yep. And I know they're 16th, but Adelaide are currently tied with GWS in points. Yep. Mm. So I think in terms of that, I think. They should be slightly happy slash, you know, where they are. I, th- I think I think Hawthorne is the major winner here. Yep. And they are having a red hot crack. And we set it pre we yep. set it pre season. We really had no back, expectations. For we them, set it pre season that that back line is going to show us something, and mm. it is looking like it's only a year or two away from just being absolutely unstoppable. Yep. And I think they would be happy with that. I want to put one to you. So the Suns really have kind of cost themselves a spot in the eight so far. Oh, of course. They could be there. And same with Adelaide. They've lost four games by under a kick. Yep. So and that, they could be up there too. That's pretty usual of a young side as well. Oh, of, course. Um, of course. Of I course. Of course. I just, for the life of me, do I just look at the Adelaide team and I just go, what the fuck's this? Like, oh, it's just, they just, their drafting over the last few years has been... Poor, to mm. say the least. Like Chase Jones, Chase top ten Jones. pick, and he's playing back pocket now for him. Phil Thorpe's obviously a um, going to be a good player, being a top three pick or second pick overall a couple of years ago. Fisher McCasey was a top ten pick, not even in the team. So their top end draftees aren't playing great footy. So I just question. I just go. Well, Taylor Walker is going to be what thirty three next year. He's got another contract extension. Mm. Like, here's a question for you: What are they going to do with Matt Crouch? Yeah, he's, got, a, he's one. got another year Has on his contract. Has he got a year? Yeah, yeah, he's been in and out of the side. I think. Oh, and who's going to want him? Because you got to, you're going to have to trade for him. Well, I think it, it will be. Um, it'll probably be like one of those. I don't know. 
when it was the fire sale at Collingwood, like yep. yeah, like a Tom Phillips. Like yeah. they might flick him off for pick fifty. Yeah, something. And like look, that. Oh, look, he's got an all Australian. No, he's an all Australian. Matt Crouch has copped a lot of heat. Yeah, he's been poor, yep. Yep. but mate, there's one thing you notice around the footy world. Why has he copped so much heat this year? Because he's in everyone's fucking fantasy team. Yeah. Like, it's serious. You <laughs> yeah. play fantasy and it makes you look at the game a whole yeah. lot different. Like you're saying, that's an All-Australian midfielder who, before his groin injuries, yep. was in there with his brother getting 34 touches yep. a game and Adelaide were a top six team. Yep. Didn't hear anything then. Yep. So, look, it's his first season back after missing a year. Yep. I think a change of scenery could help Matt. I, I agree. Um, and look, he might be um, a sort of along those lines of... Or oh, is he just a bit slow now? Those in and under players sort of have had to evolve into more outside. He's still yeah. in and under, but I reckon a change of scenery could work in wonders. Agreed. Um, one team they haven't brought up, Dill, and a little conversation around this would be good. What do we think of Essendon heading into next year? They've been fantastic the last few weeks. Mm. They should have been West Coast if you really look at the numbers. Yeah. Um, dis- dismantled Gold Coast yeah. on the weekend. Um, yeah. They played, oh, I can't remember who they played the week before, but they played really well. They, they've beaten Sydney, Brisbane yep. and... Gold Coast yeah, on, so on the run. Yeah, so a couple of big scouts, two of the top eight sides in there. Um, what do we think of Essendon? Do we think oh, that? Do we think it's going up, or what do, what do you think? Well, it is going up, but I, I honestly just I don't know what to think of them. Sure. Because at the start of the season, I actually I think I had them. Oh, mate, I don't even want to look at my ladder. I had them at like eighth. Yeah, well, I think everyone did. Yeah, yeah. and I think we the, the drop off was just like putrid, astronomical. Yeah, and they've just yeah they've come out and they're um, you know they're starting to project pretty highly. Ben Hobbs yep. has been a late Nick Martin, great fine. So, you know, maybe it is a case of just that young talent starting to evolve a bit. Yeah. It's it's a funny one. I'm completely off the Bombers in nearly every possible way. Yep. They played really, really well against the Suns. They've played yep. good football the last couple of weeks. But the way they play looks fantastic for the eye. But Dylan, how many times does fantastic looking football win finals? Not fucking too much when you really get into the nuts and bolts. Bulldogs just flick it around, get it forward. Same with um, the Demons. Most of the teams, they play just honest, hard, contested football, and they do it for longer, where Essendon's all about, fuck, since Saad was playing for him, just run off half back and just fucking run and gun, and if you turn the footy over, it's going the other way. Yeah. So, um, and like when you speak young, yeah, sure, they're young, but they've got a midfield of Zach Merritt, um, Darcy Parrish has sort of evolved. Shield. Dylan Shield as McGrath well. Now. McGrath, you've got Jake Stringer down there too. Peter Wright's been around a bit. Um, and yeah, like Draper's been a really good find. But yeah, I don't know. Can they... Here we go. Here's a question. Forward thinking question for both of you. 2023, who finishes higher? Suns, Bombers. Uh, who finishes higher next year? Well, Keeping in mind, Ben King's coming back for Yeah, I, I think my first answer will be... The Suns, just because of how poor Essendon have looked. Yeah. At times, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bit inconsistent, the old Bombers, but... Um, I just have no faith in Gold Coast as a football club. I, I, they I, could quite easily be last again next year. Oh, actually, I'm all on the Suns. What the hiring Stewie do was the right decision. They're building. Now, the hardest thing good teams need to do is be consistent, essentially, when it comes to wins and losses and performances week in, week out. So you look at Brisbane, their evolution for being a horrible side to a top four side, their performances were consistent week on week when they made that top four. Same thing for the Suns, they're just going to be more consistent. What, coming from 40 points down to beat the Tigers? Yeah. And then a couple of weeks, like, you know, two weeks later, whatever it is, shit the bed against the Bombers. Yeah. So they'll, they'll get it. Um, did we watch the North Melbourne game? Uh, no, I watched the last two minutes. A couple of minutes. Kobe, have a look at it at all? No. No, nah. didn't watch any of it. You were playing. Was busy playing. Yeah, you were winning. Um, and missing goals. Watched watched it back. That well, was so refreshing. Had a little bit of a look at North Melbourne during the week. Lee Adams um, posted a couple of things on the North Melbourne socials, how he wanted to approach the week and all this stuff. And they said contest and front half. And when you look at North Melbourne, really get into it, and you've got a midfield of LDU, Simpkin, Greenwood, Bit of Jenna Anderson, Tom, Thomas not in there at the moment, but they've got some honest midfielders in there. Nick Larky is a as a key forward. Like you sit there and you go, well, if they're going to play a contest front half game. Like there's a little bit to build around. You have got Jason Horn Francis obviously there. They've Zohar kick six. Zohar kick six. It's quite obvious that they've gone through the draft looking for midfielders and gone from the inside to out. But I think there's a little bit there. People ragging North and they've got no future and all this stuff. It's like. 
there's something there that has got to put it all together and that obviously takes time. They still suck, Corey, so. <laughs> well, who knows what happens. Another good year. They'll get the number one pick. Well, probably pick two, see how it all looks, but great to see a response from him. For sure. Um, are we witnessing the best first year of a rookie slash first player, first year player of this century since 2000? No. No. Absolutely not. Have you done your research? I have. I did ask him to do his research. I've done research. Pete, Can you Hibber's, walk? Have you Cody Hibber's going to be livid at you? Have you got the numbers in front of you with Nick Dacos's season? If you far? give me, if you give me, like count me down from ten. I 10. think he could be an All Australian. Hey, funny you say that, Kobe. Do you remember our at the start of the year deal? We had our, our little projections as to what could possibly happen. No. And one of us actually said Smokey or Dark Horse, whatever it was called. Nick Dacos to be an All-Australian. No. I wonder who said you're fucking that. You're talking too much shit, mate. I wonder you, who fucking said that, Kobe. You're talking too much shit again. Come wow. Yeah, All-Australian. I've got his stats here for you. Thanks, mate. You're Thanks, a Kobe. fucking liar. I'm not a fucking liar. I'm going to go back and find it. I've got his stats here for you, bro. Go, mate. Fire. Uh, disposal is 26 and a half. Yep. Um, we've got disposal efficiency, 76%. Inside uh, this green is above average. So above average for inside 50s, rebound 50s. Yep. And effective kicks. Um, his effective disposal of 20, which ranks elite. Contested possession, six, is actually elite. Yep. Um, ground ball gets, five and a half a game, elite. Clearances, elite. And, you know, a lot of the things that you want to be good at, he's elite at. He's very good. He's a very, very good player. But, so who's who had the better first year? Well, I've got a couple of names. couple of names? A couple of names, yep. So I'm going to go all the way. How recent do you want to go, gentlemen? 2000 is the, uh, was the... Uh, all right, 2000. Marker. So I'm going to go... Uh, Going to go almost lowest to highest, I find. Okay. Toby Green, 2012. GWS's first year in the competition. What do we think of Toby Green right now? What does he do now? Small forward. Small forward, yeah. Oh, sorry, medium forward. Medium forward goal kicker. His first year, he averaged 28 touches. (laughs) You forget that. 11 contested possessions. All right. And yes, they were a brand new team in the competition. They only won the two games. Yep. But he was second in their best and fairest as a rookie. Yeah. Which obviously, yes, in their expansion side, but 28 touches still unbelievable. At AFL level. AFL absolutely. level, yep. Um, another one I'm going to say here too, Tim Kelly, 2018. Ooh. Averaged 23 touches and a goal per game. All right. He finished second in Geelong's best and fairest. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, 2018, finals contending side, Dangerfield there, Joel Selwood, Mitch Duncan, you know, Tom Hawkins, and he got 13 Brownlow votes. All right. So that's another one, Tim Kelly, people to remember. Okay. Dyson Heppel. Wow. 2011. Wow. You asked for research deal, I'm fucking giving it to Fuck you, yeah, mate. yeah, you are. 21 touches off halfback. Rising star of the year. Rising star of the year, and he finished seventh in Essendon's best and fairest. Dyson Heppel has, uh, received 44 of a possible 45 votes for the rising star that year. Okay. Nick Dacos may receive all 44. Well, you could argue to Koning as well. He might pinch a couple. But the one that people forget, can I go one previous 2000? Okay. Reese Palmer. This is different. No, not Reese Palmer. So this is 1990. Just a little uh, for our Bulldogs fans out there. Fuck Chris no. Grant, as a 17 year old, kicked 50 goals. <laughs> Youngest player to ever kick 50 goals in an AFL season. Anyway, segue back to normal uh, current world. Gentlemen, oh, who am I? This actually blows my mind sometimes. When who am I? This. Who am I? I was a Ross Glenn Denning medal winner in my first ever derby. Michael Barlow. I was a rookie draft selection. <laughs> I averaged just short of 28 touches and five tackles per game in 13 games that year, and I fucking broke my leg because of Reese fucking Palmer, Michael Barlow. I still think... Took me one. <laughs> Michael Barlow, since 2000, in my eyes, had the most impactful first year ever by... Even though you only played half year. the game, you're still giving it to him over what Dacos is doing? Um, 36 disposals, three goals in his first game. Yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> And I did say first-year player. I didn't say it had to be a draftee, like no. a 18-year-old. Um, so you're on the money there. I think – I don't think there's a standout. I think Dacos goes into that category of your Barlows, your Heppels, um, you could argue your Tim Kellys. But, like, if Nick Dacos gets an All-Australian nod, then deal. Let's have that conversation again. Yeah, you probably he probably is number yep. one. Done. But for Nick, uh, Bu- uh, Nick Nathan Buckley last year to say if Nick Dacos was available to be drafted, a we would have drafted him. B he would have been playing in our best twenty-two last year. So he's been heavily touted, but to kick what three goals and how many touches? Forty. Forty. Yeah. <laughs> Half back slash midfield. Forty and three. 
In the rain. Yeah, unbelievable. And he's probably what? 80 kilos wet? Yeah. Yeah. So he's... Skills. I think he's a dollar one now to win the best yeah, um, rising star. Boy. So, um, are you okay though, Deal? Like, you went pretty hard on uh, deconing to win it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, not necessarily. I, Ooh, I, you, I went, went, you loved him. You no, loved lo- him. No, I loved him, but I went harder on Nick Martin to win it. True, you did. And yep. then Nick Dacos heard it, listened sure. to the pod, yeah. Yeah. and said, fuck you, Dill. He yeah. actually sent that message. He hasn't listened since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. How, um, but now I've just unleashed the best first year player ever, so yeah. shut up. Would you... Well, he's not going to know. So, okay, let's go into the Dacos family here. Peter. What? Peter Dacos. What are you doing? Listen, Peter Dacos. All We're right. an hour and ten. It's fine. Peter Dacos. Are we really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Peter Dacos, Collingwood legend. He's got young Nick right there. Okay. Superstar. Arguably, you about and then you got Josh. Are you about to talk about his scrotum and what it right, you got no, you, no, you you just said it. It's a good scrot, isn't it? Who <laughs> who if Peter Day <laughs> if Peter Dacos was sitting down with his two boys for dinner, all right, and he brings out both their plates with the food on it, who does he give the dinner to first? Nick. Who's, Nick's Nick? the golden child. It has to be. Even though Josh is the oldest and played more games of footy. Yeah, but Nick's better. It's one of those ones where the son's just better. Kobe's shaking his head. <laughs> Why are we doing yeah, this? I know. It's just, mate, here you go, Josh. You can have no, the... Uh... You're an idiot. Um, but yeah, that's content for the day. Oh. I will give a quick shout out because it's actually going to be very sad we didn't speak about it at first. Mm. Gavin Munt. Yeah. Kicked, goal of the year. Kicked like, the most important goal in the last two years for Yep. Ath. It was elite. Go to the Swan Athletic Instagram page. Mm. It's up there. It was unreal. Who took a courageous mark and kicked it to him, though? Kobe. This no, no remember how, how to get down. Alrighty, <laughs> we're getting in the quiz from Cobb. Yep. The um, current score is twenty-two to eight. So hopefully yep. Cobb has some questions that Kobe will be able to answer and getting back into the game. Round two, NBA two thousand. Well, is it round two? Or is it part one continued? Like, what are we doing? Is it like? Deal. You're answering. I'm fucking speaking the questions. Can we mate? make up each other's um, buzzers? Yes, yeah, actually, I'd like that. That's good. Go okay, Kobe. so what's... for Deal, it is scrote. <laughs> <laughs> and Deal, what's Kobe's? Oh, you can just be smooth. Smooth. Oh, okay. oh no, scrote, smooth. Smooth scrote. So, smooth scrote. <laughs> let's test him out, please. Scrote. Smooth. Okay, beautiful. Gentlemen, NBA 2010's trivia part two starts now. It's part two, not really. <laughs> What's the score? 22 Which, to eight. Yeah. 22 to eight. Which player won the most MVPs in the 2010s? And how many did that individual win? Smooth. LeBron. Yep, cool. How many? Three. Beautiful. Two points to Kobe. Well done. Easy one to start with. Smooth is coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Which player was the cornerstone piece in the Kyrie Irving trade, which sent Irving from Cleveland to Boston? Smooth. Isaiah Thomas. Very good. That's one point. Oh, no, deal. Can I ask how many questions there are today? Uh, We'll get through. It's a long, long pod. Which player... Mostly just him. (laughs) Which player scored 37 points in a single quarter? Scrope. Clay Thompson. Well done. Very Damn. good. That's one. It was on the tip of my tongue. Which NBA... Mm. <laughs> this, we'd actually finish this quicker if you guys shut the fuck up. So, which oh, NBA oh. team... <laughs> which NBA team didn't make the playoffs in 2010s? Wait, what? In the 2010s, which team did not make the playoffs? There smooth. was only one. The Kings. Correct. Yeah, oh, I knew that too, but really good. Come on. Though. Come on, Smooth. Oh, I gave that point to me. Give me a set. Oh, look at this. How many more have you done that for? You're on 12, I'm on 23. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. This is one of the hardest questions I think I've created here. How many points are worth? One. Oh, <laughs> Actually, I'll make, I'll make it five. Okay. Oh, so this is five. Which player oh. was the key piece in the James Harden OKC to Houston deal? So essentially what I'm saying is who was the key player oh. to go from Houston to OKC? Shit. Keep in mind that this was an absolute fucking robbery trade. Mm. If you don't know, that is okay. Oh, I'm going to guess. I'm going to go scrote. <laughs> um, scrote. Was it... Five. Andre Robeson. No, it was not. That was my thought. It'll be very, very... I memory of him in a um. I'm going to do a quick jersey. five countdown. Five, four, three, two, Smooth. one. Smooth. Clint Capella. Incorrect. Kevin Martin. Mm. <coughs> ben Shit. Stockton ben. <laughs> right. He was going to make that worth one yeah. point It's going to be worth one point Alright, next one The Cleveland Cavs Clavs The Clavs <laughs> The Keys Wow <laughs> The Cavs won the 2016 NBA Championship As we all know Coming from 3-1 oh, down fuck. Against the Golden State Warriors And they were led by Ty Lue 
Kyrie, LeBron, and Kevin Love. What was the name of the coach, though, who was fired back in January of that same season? Who was the coach before Ty Lue? Smooth. Byron Scott. Incorrect. Tyron Lue took over in January, and the coach that was fired had a 30-13 and 13 record. Who was that player? Who was that coach? Scott. Kevin Durant. Incorrect. <laughs> Smooth. Mike Brown. No. I've got no idea, so I'm not answering. Five, four, three, two, Smooth. one. Smooth. Luke Walton. Incorrect. Psst. David Blatt. Oh, I had him. You fucking th- I thought you would have got that, Kobe. Nando's chicken blatt. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. I uh, one of those last night. Let's go a, cu- a couple mm. more here, gentlemen. How many franchises did Dwayne Wade play? Uh, sorry. How many franchises did Dwayne Wade play for in the 2010s? Smooth. Three. Yes. What are they? For points. Miami, Cleveland, Chicago. That is four points all Whoa, up for Kobe. One, two, three, four. Can we do a check? 23 to 16. 23 to 16. Ooh, here comes Kobe. Here comes all the right. boogie, man. <laughs> In the decade, 2010s, which player became and still oh, is the all-time leader in points for the Brooklyn Nets? Smooth. Sorry. That was smooth. Roa Brook Lopez. Correct. Oh, oh, I almost went the wrong twin. All right, gentlemen. Which player was selected with the last pick of the 2011 NBA draft, round two, pick 60, who, was th- who then went on to become a two-time All-Star? Scrote. Isaiah Thomas. Correct. Very good mm. from Dillon. Isaiah Thomas has been an answer twice. He has. That's, not That's why I got, I got a bit tricked. Yeah. I was actually thinking Draymond Green. In one of the final series in the 2010s, there was two players from the same team to become the first duo to score 40 points each. In an NBA Finals game, who were they? Smooth. Oh, very good. Damn it! Two questions this left, gentlemen. Is too quick. Two do, qu- two do questions. You want a score update. Yes, please. And is this like? Are we? Is this the decider? Or are we going? There's two next questions. Week? Are we going next week? No, this should be the decider. It is twenty-five to seventeen. Because the last question is epic. <laughs> the last question is about hundred points. In the two thousand ten. Now, Kobe, this is right up your alley. I reckon you're going to come home strong. In two thousand and ten, <laughs> what player got suspended? For 50 games after bringing in guns to a locker room. Smooth! Gilbert Arenas. Very good. That is a point. Just one? Just one, one point. Hmm. Final question. Yeah, big gentlemen. comeback. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22 the, points. I'll guarantee you, this is not the same, these are not the same questions he had last week. Guaranteed. I'll show you. I'll tell you which ones they were. 22 Guaranteed, points. He made them harder so gentlemen. you get back into it. Gentlemen. I've got no idea what's going gentlemen. on. Gentlemen, 22 points worth in this final oh, question. Because we're going to have to list shit. All right. Name for me the number one picks since 2010 <gasps> until 2020 and the teams they went to. Smooth. Now, what's going to happen here? How are we going to work here? All right. You have to... Scrote. <laughs> you have to name the player... Who they went to and which year. As oh. soon as you get one wrong, it Starting then when? goes can to I the start other person. Any, I you can, can go. Anywhere? Yep. Well, yes. And the year. And the year. So can I just say like, can I just say last year? Of course, Kim. Last year. Um, so sorry. Two, sorry, it's 2020, mate. Not last year, it's 2020. So 2018 was DeAndre Ayton. Yep, where'd he go? Uh, to Phoenix. Yep. The year after that, so 2019, was Zion, yep. who went to the Pelicans. Very good. The That's year four. after that, the year after that was Ant going to... Very good. So um, Dylan, Minnesota. six points. Give yourself a little update there, mate. A little six. Nice. One, six two, points there. Three, four, five, six. Very good. Um, oh, five. The years ago. Four. The year before... Three. Yeah, the year before DeAndre Ayton, which was 2017. Yes. Okay. Five, four, three... Was, two. was, was One. Markel Fultz Very good Going to Philly Jeez, you in trouble here, Kobe Oh, I don't know Markel Fultz going to Philly Five The year before four. that The year before that Which was 2016 Very was good Ben Simmons Going to Philly Jeez, fucking hell Dude, I, think I've got the, I think I've got it The Very year good. before that 2015 Was that Carl Anthony Towns? Sure was Going to Minnesota Yep 2014, the year before that Was uh, Andrew Wiggins Going to Cleveland Yep 2013 Was this No, that's old news Old, old Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Five. Was it Kyrie? Four. Three, two, he can one. Take it. I've won the quiz. Kobe. Was it Kyrie to Cleveland? Incorrect, mate. I don't fucking know. Deal. Twenty thirteen. Number one pick. You can you can go 2010, 11, 12 if you wish. Was it? Was twenty ten? Was twenty thirteen? Twenty ten, John Wall. Correct. To the, 
to um to the uh to the Wizards. Yep, very well, good. It was 2013. Uh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Are so you I'll, fucking serious, mate? It's Dill's turn here. Oh. Oh. He's won the quiz. I'm helping him now. 2013 was uh, DeAndre Ayton. You go. No, no, 2013 was not DeAndre Ayton. Okay, sorry. You, you. 2013 was Anthony Bennett. Yep, to Cleveland. Yep. Who was 12 and 11? Mm, 2011 was Kyrie to Cleveland. Correct. God, they had some picks. And who was 2012? Whoever gets this answer wins, wins the quiz. <laughs> oh, After all this, wins the quiz. Didn't we do? Did, aren't we, weren't we going to do um, 2000 to 2020? Mm-mm. Or was that too no, many? No, mate. No, you're thinking out of your ass. 2003. 2012. LeBron 2012. Whoever gets this wins the quiz. Come on, Kobe. The biggest comeback of all time in quiz history. Mm. Could be yours. Coming back on... 2012. Screwed. Um, oh, it's not Blake Griffin, is it? Not Blake Griffin. No. It was 2009. 2012. Maybe. Unbelievable. 2000. You can ask 21 questions if you wish. Was it Kevin Durant? No. It was not Kevin that's, Durant. That's, sorry, that's silly. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> Any mm. ideas? Five, four. Which division did the team play in? Division. It was in the West. That's what I'm giving you. Five. Which division did the team? I don't play? know, mate. <laughs> I could. I'm not good with my divisions. Come this, on. Was this player a bust? No, he's not a bust. He is an all star. Is In he currently fact, playing? Currently playing. In fact, an NBA champion. Who is it? It was Anthony Davis. To well well done, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe wins the quiz. How's it feel, mate? Ah, uh, look, it's always <laughs> it's always a bit of a rough nut to take off Scrote. But he didn't win the quiz. No. <laughs> so I honestly thought by doing that final number one picks, I thought that was honestly going to get you back in the equation because I know Dill's early 2010s is when he started following. No, so I thought but you it's were the a draft. I know, but I Dylan thought you were a sniff. up draft trades and free agency. No, 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 and you miss contracts. Come on. It all ties into one. It's all. There you go. What undo? This was an absolute monster pod for a pod that we didn't think we had a lot of content for, but turns out we did. Should we just start rocking up with like a full laid out plan and just do a 30 minute pod and race through everything? No, because he just can't with Kobe because Kobe's inside his entire brain. Yeah, and Kobe keeps talking about fucking multiverses and wants to talk about fucking Marvel and shit, so that's cool. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)